Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I want to read to you today from Ephesians chapter 1, and I'm going to start in verse 16. And it's a passage that may be familiar to a lot of people, but I'm going to read from the uh, New Living Translation. It says, Ever since I first heard of your strong faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for God's people everywhere, I've not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you. Now, I'm going to pause here because here Paul's praying for the church at Ephesus, and he says, this is what I'm asking you for. This is what I'm asking God to do for you. You know, for someone like Paul, who had visions and, uh, you know, pretty, uh, he would fit into the category of outstanding Christian, right? Uh, when he's praying certain things, what he's praying matters. What he's asking for matters. So he says, first of all, I pray that God would give you, that God would give you spiritual wisdom and insight. All of Paul's prayers here for the church at Ephesus is is uh, prayers for knowledge and for understanding, prayers for wisdom, prayers that we would see things that we don't see yet. And then he says, prayer for wisdom and insight so that you may grow in your knowledge of God. So number one was, I want you to know God in a greater way. And then he says, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand. And then number two, he says, I want you to understand the confident hope he has given to those he called the hope of his calling. I'm being called upwards. I know that I'm going, uh, he's saying, I want eternity to be planted in your hearts. I may do some podcasts on, on each of these individually, but I want to get to the end here. And he says, um, his holy people who are, and then, and then actually the, um, the note says, which is more accurate. It says the rich and glorious inheritance he has given to his holy people. So number one, know God. Number two, know the hope of his calling, have eternity planned in your heart. And then number three, Know what your inheritance is. Know that when you were born again, you stepped into the family of God. You know, my mom and dad, um, my dad passed when I was uh, three years old. My mom uh, raised us and, and left us a godly inheritance and in that she raised us in the things of God. So although, you know, when I turned 18, there wasn't an inheritance financially. There wasn't $50,000 waiting. There wasn't a car. You know, there's a few things that I've received that my dad left you know, that, that my mom passed down a Bible for my dad, but there hasn't been like, okay, son, here's your inheritance, right? Uh, there hasn't been a, a natural substance, but greater than that, the, my, my mom has left a spiritual heritage, right? She's led me, she's trained me up in the way I should go. She, I look back, you know, when she would discipline my brother and I, she would spank us and she'd say, one day you'll thank me for this. And at the time I thought, there's no way I'm thanking you for this, <laughs> The spanking, but now I look back and I'm grateful that she didn't get, let, let me get away with nonsense. Many people will somewhat discipline their kids and they're never great about it. And they and my mom used to discipline the attitude, so she disciplined the action, but she disciplined the attitude. There's kids where the parents say, "Don't do that," and then they cross their arms and hmm, and walk in the other direction. My mom would spank that because that's an attitude of the heart. And so you, if you don't change the attitude, when the kids get to the place where you can't tell them to change the action, they'll just do what their attitude wants, right? And so I'm glad my mom didn't let me get away with that. So that was the inheritance she left for me. But there's an inheritance now that I'm a child of God. There are certain things that, that Jesus paid for that belong to me. There's things that he's given me that, that belong to me. There's things that I, I've stepped into when I stepped into the family of God. You know, there's in the same way, there's an inheritance being born under sin. I inherited sin and with it, I inherited death. Sickness is a part of the inheritance of the children of the devil. It's part of the curse. People are born under a curse and then you receive Jesus. So there's an inheritance 
for us as the children of God. And you know, it's important for us to begin to look and see what belongs to us. But then I want you to see here, verse 19, it says, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. You have to look and see there are things that God has paid for for me, and they're not for somebody else. They're for me. You know, the thing about God's inheritance for us and God's, the things that God does, he, does, he can't only do it for one people, one person. He isn't limited. You know, if, if there was a, a car that my father passed down, or if there was, you know, someone came into inheritance, they have to divide it up. This son gets the vehicle. This son gets a house. This son gets a son of money. You know, they have to split it up. You can't split a car three ways, right? You could split the money three ways, but you, but you can't just duplicate But with God, he can duplicate. So he's giving away spiritual gifts. So he can give joy to one, but he can give joy to the other. He can give an anointing to the one, but he can give an anointing to the other. He's not limited in those things. Anything that's an inheritance, he can do for all of his children. But then he says this. He says, I pray that you will understand. I love this. The incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. I want you to understand God saying the power I left it for you. You know, you have to think practically. God sent his son from planet heaven to planet earth. The power is God's power or heaven's power. It's God's power and it's for planet earth. It's not for the moon. It's not for planet Mars. It's for planet earth and it's for God's children. This is my inheritance. I want you to say this with me. Say God's power is for me. I want you to say it again from your spirit. God's power is for me. God's power is for you. God's power isn't for the Apostle Paul. He's not here anymore. He's in heaven. God's power is for me. I'm his child. I'm on the earth. God's power is for me. God's power is for me to cast out devils. God's power is for me to raise the, to heal the sick and raise the dead. God's power to break through. There's a power to create wealth. That power is for me. You, faith, you have to begin to take. Hope waits for God to do things. Faith takes what, what God's made available. God's power is for me. I'm not, I'm not, you know, someone else can walk in power, but I'm walking in power. Someone else can walk in an anointing, but I'm walking in an anointing. I'm not passing this on to somebody else. There has to come a moment when you realize what Jesus did, he did so I can walk in victory and God's power is for me. People get this false humility. Lord, if you want me to have an anointing, you know where I am. I know the Lord has a timing for me to walk in his anointing. And maybe it's nothing I can handle now. God looks for three things. Number one, he looks for people. You know, God looks for people to anoint. God's looking to fill people. God didn't come to the people on the day of Pentecost and say, well, there's 120, but these 30 are the only ones. He's looking for people who are willing. He's looking for people who are obedient. He's looking for people to fill. God is looking. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the whole earth, looking for people that he can move strong on their behalf. God's looking for people to anoint. God's looking. The second thing God's looking for is God's looking for opportunities. Many people don't place themselves in a place to, to receive the anointing. You need to put yourself where the power of God's on display. You need to begin to cry out. You need to go into a place of prayer. Lord, do a work on the inside of me. You need to put yourself in a place. You're not going to be sitting at lunch eating eating your lunch and God anoints you. You, you. you put yourself in a place. You put yourself in a place. They came, the disciples came, and he said, go wait in Jerusalem. Now, we're not tearing for the Holy Ghost and power, 
But there's still a pressing in that takes place. Lord, put an anointing on me. Unlock a river on the inside of me. That's why when you come around the things of God, come hungry. I'm always hungry for more of the Lord. There's always more with the Lord. Lord, unlock something else on the inside of me. He's looking for opportunities. And then number three, he's looking for the right heart. You know what qualified King David before he was king above all his brothers is his heart. God could have chosen one of his brothers, but it was David, the one that was worshiping out in the fields. He's the one who loved the Lord. He was the one who was worshiping out in the fields that God said, this, this one qualifies. I see his heart. I don't care about the stature. I see his heart. If for you getting, you know, getting anointed is so you can be rich and famous and be successful and prosperous and it's a money thing for you. But if you're aiming to please the Lord, I want to have, I want to have treasure in heaven. I want to please God. I want God to be pleased with my life. God's looking for the right hearts, but the power of God is for you. The healing power of God is for you. You don't need to wonder when's God going to heal me. You press in. Faith is always now. What God's able to do in the future, he's able to do now. And he doesn't pick and choose the time. Oh, you know, I'm going to let him hang on to that disease for a couple more months. God can do it today. You press in and you put yourself in a place to receive. That's why, uh, that's why, that's why listening to the word of God, but that's also why prayer is so important because it gets you to press in to the presence of God. That's why being in Holy Ghost and fire meetings is so important. That's why Pastor Rodney and Adonica have camp meetings, you know, have these four, the week of meetings, uh, two camp meetings, two ministers conference, and that's a total of four times a year. They do these things so people can come and have an encounter with God. People can get filled up. But the power is for you. When you identify that God didn't leave his power in a box somewhere, God put it on the inside of us, and it's up to you to start accessing it. God's power is there so you can lay hands on your family, so you can lay hands on sick people. God's power is there so you can walk in victory financially. God's power is there for you. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. I don't know about you, but I've decided to believe the Lord. I've I've decided to believe that there's no one else that the power is for besides, but more than me. The power is here for me. I'm tapping into it. I'm only on planet earth for a short time and I'm tapping into the power of God. I will see miracles. I'll see signs and wonders. I'll see healings. I'll see the gifts of the spirit at work because his power is for me. You should be digging in the word saying, what's this power to do? What am I to use it for? And begin to practice it. And it takes obeying the word. You know, it just takes obeying the word. I don't know if you ever feel like you level up in faith and you're able to do things. It's always walking on water. You would always stop and say, hey, do I have enough faith for this? It's not about the amount of faith that you have. It's about obeying the word. It's about just being obedient. Don't even worry about your faith. Don't even think about your faith. Just do what the Bible says. Just start being a doer of the word. You don't need to consider your faith. I wonder if I have enough faith today. No, I'm just going to start doing. Show me, Lord, what to do and I'll do it. The power of God is for you. What do you need the power of God to do? Begin pressing in for that. Lord, I thank you. The power is for me. You know, the first thing for revelation to come is to agree with the word. Lord, I agree. The word's for me. I thank you, Lord. I'm full of power. I'm full of an anointing. You may not feel anointed, but just begin to speak. Lord, I'm anointed. I'm full of the life of God. I got the power of God on the inside of me. God doesn't want you going through life uh, sick and beat up by the devil. God made it that you would carry the power of God so that you can set your generation free, but that you can walk free from the work of the enemy. You weren't called to be pushed around by the devil and just wait for Jesus to come back. 
wait for God to do something. He put power on the inside of you. That's why he says, I want you to know your inheritance, but I'm going to give you the power to go take it because the devil will try to take that ground for you. He'll try to take your peace of mind. He'll try to give you depression. But when you got the power of the Holy Ghost, those things can't grab a hold of your life. Not only they won't grab a hold of your life, but you'll, the Lord will bring you to people that you help set them free. I want to tell you today, God's no respecter of persons. The power is for you. Lift your hands if you're able to, if you're not driving. Lift your hands. Lord, I thank you for your mighty anointing. Lord, do a work on the inside of your people. I thank you for putting a power on the inside of their spirits, Lord, that they can walk and run with power. Lord, that there won't be a situation that they'll be overcome, but truly they'll say, we've overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Lord, we've overcome by the Spirit of God on the inside of us. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. Lord, put a power on the inside of them to dispel every work of darkness in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, for it. I love you. God bless you. We'll see you on the next podcast.